0: Thinking literally about a life without books as a concept sounds like speculative science fiction. Cyberpunk seems to deal primarily with digital systems getting more intelligent, but speculative sci-fi trends darker, more dystopian towards mass stupidity. You can imagine the concept as a feature in the works of Margaret Atwood or Philip K. Dick, or the early 1960s novels by Anthony Burgess, which all seem to me at least to evolve out of the very real possibility of World War II turning out differently. Hi, I'm Michael Lee Nirenberg. I live in New York. I've done some documentaries, a few music videos, and art films. I work in TV as an on-set scenic artist and just completed my first book, Earthly Deed The Poisoning to the American Landscape. It's an oral history that profiles two legacy environmental disasters in two different parts of the country. Oral history is the only literary genre that does need introduction. You basically have to do as many interviews as you can about a subject. And then edit them down into a tight narrative. It's a documentary on paper. Thinking literally about a life without books as a concept sounds like speculative science fiction. Cyberpunk seems to deal primarily with digital systems getting more intelligent, but speculative sci-fi trends darker, more dystopian towards mass stupidity. You can imagine the concept as a feature in the works of Margaret Atwood or Philip K. Dick, or the early 1960s novels by Anthony Burgess which all seem to me at least, to evolve out of the very real possibility of World War II turning out differently. That includes the book burnings and the Nazis. Mike Judge did a masterful job imagining a world without books and resulting mass ignorance in the film Idiocracy. We're seeing some of that play out today in real time as the major political parties become openly disdainful of experts and coddled celebrity. If we did live in a world without books, I can imagine myself being in a link in an underground book chain. It would be most successful if it were set up like the Internet with decentralized nodes to route around book busts. A certain amount of success would depend on an encrypted, anonymous, dark web-type network being in play. If there were no digital networks to work with, we'd probably just develop an analog whisper system to quietly pass books along. I don't know how promoters managed to throw raves today, but in the 90s, it was very word of mouth that you'd have to call a phone number to get the location and password. It wasn't my favorite type of music, but I liked the surreptitious nature and entrepreneurial spirit of it. It's a lot like drugs. I bought marijuana for about twenty-ish years during the height of Prohibition. And what you figure out is that if there is a market demand, free enterprise will take care of the rest irregardless of laws. It's not something I would worry about because I may be naive in this way, but I believe the majority of people on the planet read books to some degree, or at least recognize the use books play in the science of keeping us alive. Again, my name is Michael Lee Nirenberg, and the book we've not been discussing is Earthy-D, The Poisoning of the American Landscape and the Communities that Fought Back. It's published by Process Media, and it's by far the most engaged book on the environment you'll ever read. It's available at nearly every online bookseller, and I hear some physical bookstores as well. Thank you for listening. conversation at without both